Hey everybody, it's Stefan from a Comedy Advice Podcast. I attempted to do the music from the Chicago Bulls circa 1994, that music where they came through from the locker room. I don't think I nailed it, so I'll try it again later, practice for the next episode, but just to paint the picture because I feel like my brush through my voice and song did not do the job. Anyway, beyond my failures, I have a success, and the success is this episode. This episode has a very special guest. His name is Jonesy, and he is a multifaceted entertainer. He's a comedian, and we actually talk about his tour in Asia, where he actually did comedy in several different Asian countries while the pandemic started. So it was really interesting to hear what those countries were doing, his skepticism towards it, and then him thinking, oh, well, maybe that's what we should be doing. So it's a really interesting episode, no matter what side you are on. I don't know if there are sides. But anyway, it was really fascinating. He's a hilarious comic. So we talk a little bit about comedy, of course. We talk about his podcast, Weird AF News, which is like 20-minute segments daily where he just talks about weird news that's out there and then friday's dedicated to florida because obviously florida is insane so we had an awesome time talking to him i also have eric and cam with me on this episode and he jonesy is just a really smart dude so i was so happy to be able to talk with him and we had a blast so you will too you will too do i sound like a dad you will enjoy your broccoli okay and you will enjoy episode 189 with Jonesy. Oh, God. Well, I'm very stern. So I feel like I need to give you guys some ice cream afterwards. The ice cream will be the episode. But before that, a little more broccoli. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to a Comedy Advice podcast. If you want to support me further, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Tell your friends. Tell them. A comedy advice podcast is is good for you, and it helps you become a better person, said me, the person that makes it. So feel free to just use that language when you're promoting it. All right, guys. And then support Jonesy. Support him. Listen to his podcast. Follow him on Instagram. So yeah, show him some love. Show us some love. And I'm going to show you some love by shutting my yappa. A comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for Devin and friends to make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Stefan? Uh, Comedy advice podcast. <laughs> you know what? You know what happened to me a couple spring trainings ago. Um, there's all these teams playing simultaneously, and uh, I, I, my mom's got some roots in Chicago. So when the Cubs come to play, uh, we always get a couple people out and go see the Cubs. And I had no idea they did this, but apparently they will sometimes split the teams and have them playing simultaneously at two different ballparks. So my parents bought the tickets and they were, all right, we're going to meet at 1 p.m. at the ballpark. All right. And I just Googled Cubs game on date, 1 p.m. Got it. And I, I ended up at the wrong ballpark. Oh, you went to and the I, other game? Yeah, I went <laughs> to the other game. And I was on the phone with my mom, walking around, trying to – one ballpark had entrances that were one, two, three, and four, and the other one had A, B, C, and D. So uh, I was we were getting so frustrated. I was like, I'm at gate 
D. And she's like, well, I'm at three. And I'm just like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh my God. That sounds like a nightmare. Like it was a nightmare. Like yeah. Once we figured it out, it was, I was, I didn't even, I, I just went home. I was, yeah, and even that wasn't good. It's just like a done. bummer. Like you're like, <laughs> anyways oh i digress i wish that conversation was recorded because i would have loved to hear that yeah oh for real but yeah. anyway you nope, know what for you, us. a lot just for us yeah just for eric yeah. and his mom that was just a regular yes. friendship conversation yeah that's great I, I was gonna say is it because um the chicago cubs like spring training field is here that all those fucking chicago style deep dish pizza joints are also following and spread across the valley because we've got a lot now i don't know if it's like a one because of the other really? but uh i I'm, I'm happy for the for the authentic options let's put it that way that's fair yeah jonesy you guys like chicago the... style pizza no i think it's fucking garbage but no no <laughs> 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 not nothing I, like, I like i like a, like a new york slice that's my ideal yeah. type i feel like a little it's more thin so, right so deep with the chicago one you, yeah it's, it's like soup yeah it is it's like pizza soup it's like a that's, bread bowl they're like how can <laughs> but it's we just make marinara on a track i just did i just order a lasagna <laughs> yeah it seems <laughs> like it because it takes three hours to make one slice and then it's just it's fucking very, all down from there it's very carby yeah. That's a good adjective for it. I like that. It's very carby. It is so very carby. carby. <laughs> Ugh, so carby. <laughs> Chicago gets cold. I wonder I if they could make that into a, a restaurant instead of Arby's. They could have a Carby's and it's just Carby's. <laughs> all the Carby foods. Just be, be upfront about what's there. It's just all bread and stuff. <laughs> bread and cheese. Panera oh. should just change their name to Carby's. <laughs> oh, man. I guess that would give. It gets bought out by the less classy owner. (laughs) The name just keeps changing. Man. Same old classic menu. Oh, God. All right. Well, what a beautiful way to start this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a comedy (laughs) advice podcast. My name is Stefan Satani, and I'm your host. Joining me today is my good friend, Phoenix comedian, Eric Hughes. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. How are you, man? Fantastic. Ready for Friday. I thought we were going to find each other at first because I was in <laughs> Zoom room A and you were in Zoom room one. So we had a little confusion, but we're here. This is good. Thank you for joining nice us. We've also jokes. got, we've, <clears throat> please don't interrupt me, Cam, when I'm introducing you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we've also right. got Phoenix comedian yeah, go and good friend Cam. Hey, guys. Sneed. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, good doing to, well. Good to see you. Good to see you as well, man. It's been a long time. You look fresh. You went out and got a haircut, it looks like. Yep. Gotta look nice for the ladies. That's great. I mean, that's the one thing you can show to them besides you know, the face. <laughs> yep. So that's Pretty great. That's much all I got. Yep. <laughs> well, good. We've also got a very special guest joining us today. He hasn't had the chance to speak much yet because us three blabbermouths keep going on about Carbies, but... He uh, He's a stand-up comedian based in L.A. that's performed in seven different countries. He hosts and produces Weird AF News that recently hit a million downloads. He's also an actor seen in Gotham, Drunk History, Unbreakable with Kimmy Schmidt, and more. Everybody, please welcome Jonesy. Woo! Oh, that was like the best intro ever of my life. I'm, I'm so flattered. <laughs> Thank oh. you so much, man. I, I appreciate it. It's good to be here. It's nice to talk to fellow comics. I oh. haven't been hanging out with uh, comics for a bit 
because of uh, you know what's going on in the world. So it's nice to get together with some comics digitally and uh, shoot the shit a little bit. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I hope your listeners find this episode entertaining. I think it's going to be. Oh, I Definitely. think so too. If yeah. you're spitting fire Absolutely. like Carby's early on in the episode, I think the listeners are already hooked. And uh, your voice with that new mic is just so velvety and smooth. I feel like oh, thank you. It's a, yeah. You've got a nice Carby voice because it's filling me up with energy. Um, oh, that's amazing. I love that analogy there. Uh, yeah, this, <laughs> by the way, this microphone was only 60 bucks. So, you know, see, see what you can do on a budget. You can make, you can make your dreams come true. Damn. You know what? Jonesy's going to drop wow. me the affiliate link for all you listeners that want to start a podcast. <laughs> you can click on that in the show notes. Hey, yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't recommend the Samson Q2U microphone highly enough. <laughs> you, wait, you wait, mean this where, one? Oh, shit. There's another where one. Where did you get it? Where did you get it? Amazon? It. Yeah, Amazon. Same. Oh, God. Okay. All right. See, well, Eric's got it, too. Hey, Look at. Guess what, guys? I'm going to be sounding a lot better next week. <laughs> yeah. Get on it, Cam. Get on it. <laughs> Send the affiliate link, Jonesy, and then Cam's going to be the first purchaser. So we'll yes. get some money straight. Oh, wait. Do you have to with the stand? Does it, do you have to have a computer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to. Okay. It might be more than a couple weeks. <laughs> I, I Unless just it comes about, with a computer. Uh, I just. Uh, no. I have successfully connected uh, okay. mine to my phone. Really? Oh, okay. well, gotta, you don't have to brag. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> if if you stretch long enough in the morning, you'll be able to fit it right on your phone. Oh my gosh, we've that's got pretty one impressive, host, actually. Yeah, one host that's really technologically advanced, and then the other one. I just imagine you, Cam, yeah, buying the microphone and then trying to pu- plug the USB into <laughs> your phone, and you're like, it doesn't, it doesn't. You work. need a dongle, Cam. All you're right. gonna need a dongle. Oh god, that is dongle? essential. Dongle. Yeah. Do you know All what a right. dongle is? You, does anybody know a good dongle guy? Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah. Craig, Just Craigslist. Google dongle, dongle. guy. Needing <laughs> yeah. dongle guy. Great. Um, anyway, Jonesy, I wanted to ask how you've been holding up. I know you said you haven't been hanging out with a lot of comics. LA, obviously, kind of shut down. Arizona, not so shut down. We've still got some clubs open yeah, we're, and we're comedy... Up. Yeah, comedy, it's like, I, th- I feel like comedy's in a coma a little bit, but in Arizona, we're moving our finger at least. So there's signs <laughs> of life. I didn't oh. mean to be super creepy about that, the little ET probe. But what have you been doing to pass the time? How have you been? I mean, are, are you okay? Do you need help? Um, well, that's nice of you. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, you know, I just kind of uh, miss being on stage. Um, I miss auditioning and that sort of thing all the stuff that went away uh, I, I miss that stuff i'm still recording the podcast five days a week so that i still got that going on um Wait. yeah That's- but i actually took a regular job for the time being um just to kind of pass the time and help pay bills and i'm working at a covid testing facility <laughs> of all places Oh, you just went straight to the source, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Well, another comedian friend of mine got a job there at the lab working like security and like, hey, do you want to get you want to? I'm like, well, what do I got to do? They're just like, just sit here and keep an eye on the scientists. Make sure they're safe and make sure they got enough coffee. I was like, okay, sure. Easy. Make sure (laughs) they don't go anywhere. I th- yeah, I we kind of we yeah we make sure they don't really go anywhere. We keep them fed and yeah, get to go <laughs> home to your family until there's a cure. Yeah, we don't <laughs> let them out. We tase them if they try and leave. 
keep them in the lab. We're like, you get back in that lab and, and you keep that test. You keep testing people. Comedy fact, must come it. back. Come on. Come on. And I'm like, Jeez. I don't know why you guys aren't inventing a cure. Get back in there. <laughs> that's correct. That's well, that's great. Gig. You're doing God's work. This is awesome. I'm glad yeah. somebody's doing it. But um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's. It's just a weird. I never thought I'd find myself in such a situation. Uh, you know, if you told me I'd be doing this a year, like a year ago, I would have been like, this, that's like a that's an acid trip. Like, that can't be real. <laughs> oh, uh, my but, God. But, but it is. But it, I'm not doing comedy. I'm working at a laboratory. I've never even I, I, I know nothing about science. I, I, I have no business being at a laboratory for any reason, really, except for to, you know, get a blood test of my own or something. I, I never. <laughs> I've you never, just guard science. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> and, only... I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about what's going on in there. I just, yeah. I'm just there. Oh uh, man, you know, four days a week. <laughs> I thought for a second you were when you told us you were working there. I thought it was going to be you were doing the tests, administering the tests to people that wanted to get it. And I was thinking, yeah, no, that's I, what mean, I thought too. I'm, I'm not even qualified for that. Like, I'm, I'm below that. They're like they don't even let me do anything like that. You're not even allowed to swab people. <laughs> no, I don't even swab people. They don't, I, I don't do anything of the sort. Just, just sit there. Just sit there and watch everybody else. Can I just kind of sit around. Yeah, I sit not around. A swab job. Swab. <laughs> what I get a, paid. What? I get paid to listen to fantasy football podcasts all day. Really, is what's really going on. <laughs> no, nice, nice. And speaking of sweet. podcasts, I'm glad you you mentioned Weird AF News, which is your podcast that you release daily so that's a great way to release your creative juices and have yeah, bust sure. your creative load and it's it's <laughs> awesome i love weird af news i'll talk a little bit about it because i'm going to try and botch it no but uh, you every day there's some weird af news stories that come out you read them uh, like today or i i listened to a couple and one of them was like wife bites off husband's dick because he refused to I think I I was so shocked I faded out the words after that, but um, some yeah, really he refused to he refused to remove a rat from their bedroom. That was That's it. What it yes, was. that was today's. I think wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, today's. I think episode. that was today's. Yeah, yeah, that what? was a some strange story out of Zamibia or someplace. Uh, <laughs> I mean, someplace that has rats in the bedroom and wives <laughs> that have no problems sinking their teeth into some genitalia. Seriously, uh, God. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so I do three wow. weird news segments a day, Monday through Friday, and on Friday, uh, I only do weird news out of Florida. Florida, so yeah, uh, <laughs> nice. I, yeah everybody that, loves the Florida Friday, Friday episode. That's the most popular episode. People go crazy right. for the weird Florida stories, and they just never <laughs> end, and they just get crazier yeah. and crazier. I, I, oh, I yeah. don't understand <laughs> what's going on over there. It's 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 a cesspool of degeneracy. That's for sure. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> The yeah, actual but... reason we get so many crazy news stories out of Florida is because their open access laws. Pretty much any arrest, uh, any any reporter can request information on, and they just get it immediately. Yeah, and then there's also the bath salts. That too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just want That's where they're washing up on shore. Yeah. God damn. It's fucking a marshland of mischief over there. Oh, yeah. I love that. A marshland of mischief. Yeah. Because it is pretty marshy, right? They should put that on the license yeah. plates. That should be the new state slogan. But yeah. uh, 
I, and I don't and wasn't it the? I mean, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but wasn't it the Marlins that were like the whole entire team were the ones that caught COVID and yeah. kind of just like basically like forfeited for the rest of the season? <laughs> sure. And I was like, that is such a Florida thing to, <laughs> to yeah. do. Well, I mean, just, you know, you're in Arizona and I'm in Southern California. We really can't make fun of anybody for their no. COVID cases at this point. <laughs> no, that around. is very true. That is very true. <laughs> but Florida really was totally hey, fucked I mean, with the that card, shit. The, uh, yeah, the, uh, the the baseball team is still playing out here. That yeah, Arizona team. Arizona's like, COVID can't hurt us if we don't believe in it. So uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. When I was there in March, uh, you know, I had left. I kind of fled L.A. to go because I just when I got back from from eight, my tour in Asia, I just saw uh, like just COVID hysteria in Los Angeles. And I was like, I got to I got to get out of here. And your state really wasn't dealing with any hysteria at that time in March. You guys were still comfortable. The restaurants were open and no one was freaking out. So like I had a great time in Arizona. <laughs> but and then after I got back to L.A., then you guys you then when you guys freaked out, like you guys a little really, breakdown, we had, a, we had a slight breakdown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's when it really got crazy. And I was like, oh, look damn. at us now. We're opening back up. Yeah. And now you're opening back up like before we yeah. are. Yeah. 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 I love it, though. Out here. That, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that Arizona provided a little bit of um, yeah, and rejuvenation yeah. for you. I had the, my impression was um, golfing. That's what my impression was. Golfing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Golfing and fat people. That was my yep. that was my impression. Yep. <laughs> that, that that is a very fair assessment. We do have the biggest we have the most amount of golf courses per square mile in Scottsdale, Arizona, more more than any other city in the country. And wow. then I think we're <laughs> second in the most amount of obese people. In, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it depends on where you go. Well, I think Phoenix is larger scottsdale is i think everyone's kind of fake at that point they're like half mm. plastic so um, yeah wealthy place right yes very yeah. very wealthy yeah we're too I got that far impression. from beaches to have the like like that pressure to have good bodies all the time you oh, know? oh the, yeah you're right there is a pressure when you're near the yeah near that's the a water. california thing to be fit all the time like there's no beaches out here really so there's no everybody yeah. just it doesn't yeah. stop people from tanning no that's for sure that is true god but anyway i wanted to talk a little bit about you had mentioned being an asian you're an internationally touring comedian and in your bio seven different countries and i think you were in four before or while the outbreak had started and so i wanted to ask you a little bit about that because i had read one of the articles that when we had first started talking you sent over and it was fascinating to see such a low number of cases or in some countries there weren't even cases but there were temperature checks at airports um they were some of your shows were getting shut down um so i wanted to ask what was the experience like and what were what was going on in your mind were you thinking oh this stuff's serious because of the stuff they're doing or were you thinking eh, this might be another sars or so, or ebola or something because there aren't any cases practically yeah i mean of course i was wondering why they were reacting so hard you know yeah uh, i thought to me it seemed like an overreaction and mm -hmm. and i i wasn't really abiding by their suggestions and all they were were suggestions it was like you know you should wear a mask and but everybody did it um that lived there it seemed and i i don't know i i didn't really put a mask on until the end of my trip when i was uh -huh. in japan so i to me i was like there's no cases i don't understand why everyone's freaking out uh 
And then, you know, of course, back in the States, I was like, wow, this is what happens when you don't freak out, you know, like you don't <laughs> shut it down. Like what they're doing is proper. And, and you mentioned SARS. And I think it's because they have this sort of SARS experience. So they all mm. they all got, you know, 27 masks in their in their sock draw ready to go, you know, uh, <laughs> And these stores already had temperature gauges ready to go as well. Places had temperature gauges ready to go. So like in a place like Taiwan, uh, you know, I'm in Taipei and there's only there's only been, you know, I don't know, 10 cases at that time. And they were already mm -hmm. taking my temperature when I entered a store. They were already requiring me to have a mask on when I went into some food places. Um, and there wasn't even a single death yet. So uh at the Jeez. time, I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. I remember being denied entrance into the bakery because I didn't have a mask. I, I, I had to go. Then I had to go get one to go into this this bakery. And to, so to me, it was kind of I was kind of a little aggravated about it and I didn't understand. But, but now in hindsight, I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah, that's how you that's how you do it. And, and, you know, Taiwan, they you know, they're the cleanest country. They they get their act together. Yeah. so quickly and they were the quickest to no cases and they've, they've maintained that so i i see like oh oh yeah that's how you do it um yeah. i was having shows canceled i didn't i didn't agree with it you know <laughs> of course of yeah. course yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just like come on man just come there's no you know there's not a lot of cases just come to come to a comedy show like, yeah just have fun yeah you know i just thought like this is an overreaction i, I admit um I, I did think that it wasn't until I got to the States, like I said, that I realized it, it was not. But yeah, so I was disappointed. I was disappointed I lost shows. I was disappointed I lost money. I was disappointed that some of the shows had half capacity. Uh, so that was, um, yeah, that was a bit of a letdown. I, I was thinking, man, I chose the wrong time to be traveling Asia. Um, yeah, oh, my, shows in, my shows in Tokyo were canceled altogether. I didn't do a single show in Tokyo. I managed to do a couple in Osaka. Uh, okay. But I was really looking forward to those Tokyo shows, man. Really. Uh, yeah. And, and so that was, and that was the very end of my trip. And I was just like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> but overall, you know, great experience. You know, I, I'd never been to some of these countries mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just, just to be in places that are so where the culture is so vastly different from your own is, is, uh, it's a nice learning experience. And, and, and then to do stand up in those places, it's, it's even, it's even, you know, it's challenging and it's and, and it's and it's great if you've been doing stand up a long time. It's like these kinds of experiences, they get you going, you know, because yeah. it it, it's something that, you know, if you do a lot for a long time, it can kind of get a little uh, it can get it can get a little um, routine and a little dull. Uh, so this was just like, wow, this was exciting. You know, I was bombing and bombing again and I had to figure out <laughs> how to get stuff to work over there. Um, and I, I loved that. I loved that. Yeah. It was like. It was like being an open micer again. <laughs> That's so funny because I had seen some of your stand up online and obviously very funny. And I was going to ask you about going internationally, especially to countries where they don't speak the same language, not even fucking close, like very distant, different language family. And I'm sure there are expats there that, that yeah. might be interested in going to see. But I was going to I mean, even then it might be expats that they might be English speakers Maybe they're American, maybe they're South African or, or from the UK or something. So all these different mm. cultures with different things where if you're going into observational comedy on, um, you know, 
an apartment and then the, someone else says, oh, it's a flat to me or something. These nuances yeah. that that just might not make it click for them and give them that, that tasty surprise that they're hungry for. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it. Uh, so that was those were, that was the situation. It was either the country spoke predominantly English, um, uh-huh. which is the case in Singapore and Malaysia. Uh, the country's pretty English speaking, uh, which was Taiwan. A lot of people speak English in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but then you have Japan where no one speaks English. So that's an expat show for sure. Those shows in Osaka and uh-huh. Tokyo, those are all those are expats. And and you know there was wasn't many americans it was it was a lot of uk people it was it took place uh both those cities have an ex have expat shows in an english pub and nice yeah wow. and so they have i imagine uh, I, you know the tokyo show did not happen but in osaka it was a lot of people from the uk for sure uh but those other places, you know, English speaking Taipei in Taiwan was fascinating because, you know, the majority of the population speaks both English and Chinese. And the comedy shows that they do at this club, they some of them are in English, some of them are, mm. are in Chinese and they do. They'll even do open mics that will alternate English with Chinese comics. Uh, Holy shit. And the wow. club is is run by a dude from uh maine or vermont i can't remember which where it's from where he's from mm-hmm. but he's a new englander like me i'm from massachusetts he's from and he's from i believe he's from vermont anyways i know his his facebook profile he's wearing a celtics jersey this is one of the things we we had in common i was like <laughs> dude i'm from boston and i'm gonna be at your i'm coming there can you can we work something out and and so yeah yeah, his name's Sam, and he's super cool, nice kid. He learned enough Chinese to do five minutes set in Chinese. So he he'll do wow. he'll go up on the Chinese open mic and do some jokes in Chinese. Fascinating situation going on over there. I, I really loved it a lot. Um, that comedy club is 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 wonderful, wonderful, and the crowd was really good. But yeah, you're right. So it's either the expats, or it's you know the country they speak. They, they do speak English, but of course, in both cases, you're a lot of times you're they're missing the the cultural similarities dependent yeah. that are that seem to be country dependent. Yeah, that's so, so fascinating. Know, yeah. You know, so I'm in Singapore. They speak English, of course. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't you know, I do a jury duty bit. They don't have jury duty. They don't know what I'm talking right. about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's just yeah. one example of, of many that I had to I had to learn like, oh, shit, you don't know what this is. You guys don't have Amber Alerts. I do a whole bit where I make fun of Amber Alerts. It, like, they don't even have <laughs> right. that shit. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, so, damn. you know, then you got to go to those bits that are pretty universal. Like, oh, I got, you know, old older jokes that I do. Like, I, I do, a, you know, 10 minutes on just being a short guy, you know, um, older <laughs> yeah. bit. But, you know, anyone can relate to that. Very if relatable, just, especially out there. Yeah. So <laughs> even made that a funny point. Like you probably got you guys probably don't have it here, but you've heard of us Americans with our stupid nut allergies. And, you know, that was kind of a way to weave into it. Yeah, and they they got it. Way. They're like, you know, you probably there's something you've heard of, but I'm here to tell you it's actually true. Um, so those kinds of bits worked. <laughs> and then I just found myself trying to write uh, material from the get go uh, when I was in Singapore, which was kind of where my main base was. Uh, right. I was just and I was getting up on all the open mics I could get up on. And trying to write material on my experience being, you know, an American traveling in Asia. And so was mm-hmm. able to write 10, 12 minutes of, of that in a, in a couple nice. of weeks. And then nice. I just you 
I just used that kind of chunk. And then I added some of the stuff that I had that was universal that could get me by. And then I do a little crowd work. And next thing you know, I'm doing 45 and it's okay. It's okay. It's not great. But by the time I was headlining Malaysia, I could, I, I could do it. I could do it. Nice. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Hell yeah. Pretty cool, man. Usually I hear about people that are like, Oh, I want to learn a new language. So then I go to that country and then it pushes me to learn it. But you're like, I want a new 45. So then you go to a bunch of different yeah. countries and then you kind of pick up on it and you put yourself in a situation, like you said earlier, you're getting comfortable and you want a little bit of a change. And this is really forcing you to go there and <laughs> through some bombing and learning, yeah, being able sure. to create some material for that's yeah. pretty rock yeah. solid and bulletproof internationally. Well, you know, we're all, and, and I'm sure you guys are just as curious as I am and observant. This is what comics seem to be. We're observers of and commentators of human behavior, and nobody nobody does it better than we do it. And uh, and when you're in a, a, a foreign land where people are vastly different than you, those things really pop. I mean, it's yeah. like every day, at least a few things will hit you. Like, wow, that's fucking different. That's weird. <laughs> right. Everything's so new and amazing. I yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and then so therefore every night I had a, a new thing that I could talk about and just see if, see what I could do with it, you know, and, and see if I could get it to, to work. And a lot of times it was just comparing the behavior to where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And, and, mm -hmm. and right. so, you know, like, for instance, in Singapore, the, the you know, they really frown upon public displays of affection. They're just really they just really they don't they don't allow you to do it, really. It's very um, and, and, you know, that's much different than in America where, you, you know, you can basically finger your girlfriend at the crosswalk and, you know, nothing really. You might get a high five. People are like, yeah, bro, yeah. keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen know, the videos. Yeah, you know it's gonna happen. Someone's someone's gonna come up and take some video of it, and then ask to tag you. You know that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and, where's and the I, line in Singapore? Yeah, and like that's it's that's probably not drawing like, the finger. <laughs> that was like you know that was kind of the gist of the bit that I was toying with over there. That's just like a, one that's behavior funny. that I noticed that was vastly different. And then you know we're off to the races because there's so many instances like that that you can just right. kind of go on. And uh, and by the yeah. way, and, and the West, the rest of the world knows that I think America is pretty kind of fucked up, you know, so uh, <laughs> even like you can you can choose a normal behavior in one country and then compare it to how we do it in the States. You know, um, it's yeah. it's just as, I think the, the rest, as the snotty American. <laughs> yeah, I just think the rest of the world gets it that, you know, we. There's a there's, there's so much crime here. There's you know every they think everyone's got a gun here. I mean it's just like this is a different place, and the rest of the world looks at us like we're kind of nuts. I think we don't even use the metric system. I know, which is really revolutionary. <laughs> uh, we're truly anarchists. I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I want to ask you real quick. How were the uh, open mics out there? Like, do you have any like interesting? Because I know open mics is kind of draws a lot of different characters out here. So I would imagine in a well, foreign country. The, the, the one standout with the mics that I experienced over there was that they were packed with crowd. There was a regular crowd. It was not that they didn't feel to me like real open mics. They felt like shows. It was outstanding. Wow. I went to one open mic. It was standing room over 100 people in this club at this at an open mic. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, wow. I, I, 
you know, I was like, I told the, the you know, the club owner, I'm like, wow, these mics are like better than most of the shows that I do in L.A. I got to tell you, this is outstanding. I was so pleased. That was the one standout, I think, um, for me anyways, at those open mics there. And, and, and therefore, I was I was able to get a lot of work done because every show right. had real crowd, real crowd. It's not like those mics yeah. that, you know, when you guys have all, all experienced this and your listeners may have heard you talk about these kinds of open mics that that you go to and it's just. 11 comics sitting around looking at their phone and and you can't really get work done that way hard to get feedback yeah yeah this you can't get any feedback at all you're lucky if they just have their eyeballs in your direction yeah yeah Yeah. exactly god damn and i was gonna say one more thing too you had talked about the show is getting canceled and everything and, and in some countries but one of the things that you did with some of your time is create videos on different things that you noticed or observed that were different in other countries. And one of the videos that I saw was you could buy salmon from a vending machine. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so there was, there was all these weird vending machines, man. And and yeah, so in Singapore, there was a vending machine that had salmon in it. And uh, <laughs> I just was like, this is, this is insane. And then of course I, I immediately thought, how do I use this as material? And so I shot, <laughs> I shot a fun video of me buying the salmon out of a vending machine. And then I shot part two was me cooking and eating the salmon. Um, yeah, I, I, re- I actually wanted to push the envelope on part two. I wanted to cook the salmon and, and then eat it off uh, off the ground in Singapore because the city is so damn clean. So clean. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. like so damn like you could actually eat it off the ground. But. Yeah, my 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 girl wasn't wasn't having that. She just really, <laughs> talked you out of it. Huh? Yeah, she she just really talked me out of it. But she's a bit of a germaphobe, so I can get I get what she's coming <laughs> like how in Phoenix you can cook an egg in the summer on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And then eat yeah. it, and you can eat it too. Yeah, oh, you know Singapore so is quite perfectly hot. clean. Singapore is quite hot as well. The weather is very similar to Florida. It's extremely humid, and I, you know, and I thought you and I actually pondered this like could we cook the salmon off actually cook it on the ground and eat it <laughs> off the ground i thought maybe that would have been a possibility as well but um yeah my oh. girlfriend put the kibosh on these ideas um, but yet i so, still got a great video out of it i think it's i think it's pretty shocking to buy salmon out of a vending machine for most people especially in the states yeah. where we don't do such things oh yeah. big time i i was thinking that because as you were getting it i'm like what happens if the machine breaks or just shuts down for an hour or two and then the temperature gets to the danger oh. zone the bacteria sure. and then... oh yeah so i mean I've seen yeah, tuna salad in a vending machine well yeah okay so there you go it's similar yeah tuna salad sandwich you see i've never you know, been hey, sicker although you know now that i think of it and i didn't realize this i've it. seen <laughs> i've seen salmons i've seen frozen salmon sold at the dollar store so is that any worse i don't know <laughs> that is a good point there. who didn't want those salmon and how long have they it's like when did that salmon get caught yeah last exactly. year is it real salmon is it just <laughs> who knows god oh that's crazy i one last question i was going to ask about this is um touring internationally i was just listening to um rafinha bastos or rafi bastos he's a comedian he's from brazil he ended up being a pioneer of stand-up comedy in brazil because they didn't really have it in the form that we have it in the united states until he came to nebraska for (laughs) for a basketball scholarship saw the stand-up that we have here then started to try and bring it and he ended up 
growing yeah. a lot in popularity and then he ended up getting sued multiple times for I, I think the major one was there was a singer and I'll paraphrase it but he made a joke where he had a talk show I think it was MTV or some big channel but uh, somebody asked him do you think that this singer's still hot pregnant and then he said oh she's so hot I'd fuck her and the baby and so <laughs> not the greatest joke but it, it ended up he got sued by her and I think he ended up yeah. paying 350,000 reels plus I don't know however much because he hasn't stopped making that's fun. like 12 dollars <laughs> yeah so so and then he ended up getting these lawsuits and it started bringing up these discussions and, and that particular one apparently it's a topic of discussion in in a lot of law schools as a case of free speech because they don't have things like the first yeah they don't have the here. yeah and I even I they heard, can sue people for talking shit. <laughs> That's crazy. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you know? I even I even heard Brazil. Okay, third world country. I can kind of see this going by Canada as well. Um, I forgot the comic's name, but I think he made fun of a sick child, and I can't remember what the joke was. But it, well, you know, I do. I just cringe when I say it. But he, a kid. I think he was supposed to die, and then he ended up being okay. And the guy was making a joke of everybody that donated to the make a wish foundation. Can they ask for their money back? And so that joke didn't sit well with the kid and his family. So they sued and they won that lawsuit or no, maybe it's still going on. It's still going on. But anyway, my point, my point being after I cringe telling all these jokes is, did you, did you sense any type of that? I mean, I guess in China, you can't really make Winnie the Pooh jokes or things like that, but was there a lot of censorship that you noticed or were people just kind of spitballing uh, and saying shit that you might hear here? In Singapore, I was definitely the person pushing the being the edgiest of all the comics. Uh, but the other countries, they're pretty cool. Uh, oh, OK. Ta- Taipei was extremely liberal. Of course, this is the only Taiwan's the only Asian country to legalize uh, gay marriage. They're very cool, very progressive people. That was my favorite crowd. Nice. Uh, Malaysia is a very blue collar kind of country. You know, that's where all the a lot of the housekeepers and gardeners that work in Singapore, which is wealthy, they live in nearby Malaysia. So those were kind of my mm. people, the working class people. They loved my mm. shit. Nice. Uh, Singapore, kind of stuffy. Uh, mm. Very wealthy. The government control there is very uh, robust. Uh, so it's not quite like China where, you know, you probably can't make fun of the government on stage in China and you'll end up in that you'll end up in that uh, that holding cell that was just in the news. Um, yeah, apparently they got a million people in some sort of encampment. So uh, for various crimes against the government or, or it could be because you, you know, either you spoke against the government or you just simply downloaded an app that isn't permiss- permissible, you can end up in this camp. Um, Shit. So and the Chinese government's trying to keep a lid on it. But some I don't know if it was Vice or one of these places. It might have been BuzzFeed. They ent- they interviewed two or three people that had actually been in this camp. So in China, yeah, you'd end up there, I'd imagine. Um Damn. Singapore has kind of wow. some Chinese uh, tendencies in that uh, the government's very, very uh, on top of shit there. They mm-hmm. say jump. The citizens say how high. So I, I noticed that the comedy shows were a little bit more tame. The material was pretty tame. 
I see. Uh, I see. Yeah, not a lot of drug talk, not a lot of sex talk. They were very they were kind of conservative with those sorts of things. And so then I and I was really shocking to them on some level. I, I did notice that other than that, I felt like I could just say whatever, wherever I went. Um, I, I'm sad to hear that this story. I didn't hear about that Brazilian comic and I didn't hear about the Canadian situation. Um, I'm mm-hmm. surprised Canada because they're kind of known for uh, comedy and, and, you know, some of the yeah. comedians ever have come out of Canada. They've, they've always seemed to push the envelope and be pioneers of comedy. Tor- Toronto sad is to me huge to hear for that. comedy. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was surprising to me too to hear about Canada. Uh, if you want to hear more about it, I think it was the Joe Rogan episode with Rafi Bastos or Rafinha Bastos. Oh yeah, I should talk- listen to that because I, I, I didn't hear about that Brazilian thing. That's that's a damn shame. You know, I thought we had it bad over here, uh, but at least you know you're not getting sued by the people that right. are, <laughs> you're yeah. not getting sued by the people whose feelings were hurt you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly uh, and it, he so rafi bastos he's now here i i think right now with the pandemic he's back in brazil but he's been here for a year plus and he's kind of restarted and is now doing stand-up in english and so he's been i think he's he's gotten some help from some other comics um but He's been hmm. doing stuff at the Laugh Factory, at the Comedy Cellar in New York. And so he says... Yeah, I wouldn't... Oh, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, well, I, w- I would stay here too. I mean, I wouldn't go yeah. to a place. I mean, you, you know, you make money on a weekend and you lose it the next weekend. It seems like that's a possibility. So why even put yourself through that? And, you know, it's so hard not to offend somebody. If you're really doing comedy, you know, then... Yeah. You know, it's like, what do you do there? You know, somebody's feelings are going to be hurt when these things are taken out of context. Of course, of course. Comedy you can, waivers. Right. You can fr- making people comedy sign waivers. Them. Sure, sure. So now that's we could talk <laughs> about yeah. that. This, this you guys might find this fascinating. So um, I've negotiated with the laboratory that I work at to do a comedy show. But uh, of course, you know, when you're dealing with the with the corporation or a company, you know, you know, human resources has to get involved. And so we're uh, draw. Yeah. We're currently uh, drawing up a a waiver form that basically makes it so that uh, the comedy show is uh, separate from the company. Therefore, (laughs) if you're, if you're offended by any of the content within the comedy show, the company isn't held responsible, although it's happening on company property. And although there'll be employees there, there'll be scientists and lab assistants there and whatnot. And, and, and two, two of the three comics work at the lab. Um, this is the kind of this is the place where we've gotten these days, you know, <laughs> like waiver waivers are a real thing, I think, uh, going forward. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm dealing with it now. I mean, it's yeah. fascinating. I mean, that's that's pretty fair, though. I mean, you know, and that's pre- that's pretty cool. I'm sure you guys will still kill it. Yeah, we'll kill it. And, you know, uh, hopefully everyone there will be reasonable. I mean, it's it all comes down yeah. to like, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, purely semantics. There is nothing <laughs> wrong with being offended. You're, you you are entitled to feel however you feel. Your your body has a, if, if it's an emotional reaction, it's it's electricity that runs through your body that you can't yeah. do anything about. What you can do something about is your choice on how to handle it. And that's where the personal responsibility comes by comes through. And if your choice wow. of handling it is to try and 
get a comedy club shut down or a comedian uh, comedian's career ended or take the money of the comic. That's unacceptable. Ruin someone's life. Yeah, that's, that's a poor, crazy. That's a poor choice. And you can do something about your reaction to it. That's where you have control. And, and it's not okay to ruin people's careers because you had your feelings hurt for a little while. You know, just as though, just as it's not okay to go into a movie theater and then and be afraid of a film and then walk downstairs and say, hey, I would like the film in number nine to be taken out because I was frightened. <laughs> I didn't expect to be so frightened. And so take that out, please. No, that's this is not the world that we should be living in. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Or God firing right. my employees because the report that they sent me had Comic Sans as the font, and that offends me. So people like <laughs> exactly um, hurt my feelings. So it's covered I, in the waiver, <laughs> the font, and everything. <laughs> the the waiver's in Comic Sans. So, but as it should be. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well. Jonesy, this has been an awesome so far. We're going to transition from the interview portion to the self-help portion where we're going to answer some questions. But before we get into that, is there anything else you want to say to the world? And by the world, I mean like five listeners, including all of our moms. Uh, your moms are such sweet, supportive women. <laughs> they are. Fabulous. They are. Uh, I just would like to, uh, I mean... Normally, I would say, hey, follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones and see if I'm performing in a club near you or something. But that, that's <laughs> not that's not happening. So I would just implore the listeners if they if they enjoy my personality at all to check out my podcast, Weird AF News, which is on any of your podcast players. Or uh, you can go to weirdafnews.com and there's links there on how to listen and uh, just give it a chance. It's a five day a week podcast of weird news. If you think you might uh enjoy weird news uh, delivered by uh, my personality. Uh, you know, I do, I do improv around the stories and make jokes and whatnot and, and give my point of view on it and opinion on it and, and tell maybe little anecdotes if it relates to my life in any way. So there's a little bit of that involved in it as well. If your listeners think they might enjoy something like that, just check out weird AF news um, on your podcast player. That's excellent. And we'll have a link to that oh, in the yeah. show notes so they can just click on over away from our podcast and into a new podcast. I'm very I'm very protective of our podcast and I get jealous, but because you're such a great person, Jonesy, I'm going to share our <laughs> listeners with you so that we can oh. have group listeners. We can have just a big old listen orgy, hopefully. Great, great. So. Your your moms will hear my episode uh, tomorrow, Florida Friday. Your moms are going to love it. Oh, good. You hear that, Ma? You hear that? Someone's doing it better. Love what I love it. about it, too, is is the commentary, the news, and then they're just little bite-sized. They're just snackable episodes. They're like 20 minutes or so. So Yeah, yeah. Just, I try and keep it under 20 um, max, yeah. They, yeah, they wash down smoothly. I love it. All right. We're going to get into the self-help portion, and before we get started with the questions, we like to center ourselves and motivate ourselves with a quote of the week. An inspirational quote that we usually pr pluck, pluck from successful people or not people. But before we get into that, wanted to ask you, our guest, do you have any inspirational quotes that you remember, hold near and dear to you that help inspire you in the dark days? Yeah. Uh, it's not funny, though. Oh, that's okay. That's totally. <laughs> doesn't have to be. Yeah. Just doesn't have to be. <laughs> Uh, better inspire me though oh yeah well uh, <laughs> oh, you're off kicking you off if it doesn't <laughs> uh, 
Okay, what's a I have a few here that um that I carry around and I spit them out uh, at a, at a rate that some people find annoying. Um, <laughs> Try yeah. me. I'm trying to find a, the one that would be most inspirational. Um, would be let me think here. There is a time limit, so you've got about ten seconds. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm okay, kidding. take your time. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I know the pressure's really helping out too to remember it. Great. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was this. Oh, it's slipping my mind though. This quote by Robert Anton Wilson. What was that? Oh, I, I, this quote is fabulous. Oh, uh, oh, certitude. Certitude belongs to. Certitude belongs only to those who own one encyclopedia. I love that quote. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, it's a little deep and, and not funny yeah. at all. But it's. I remind myself that often. Um, because you'll find yourself getting in like, let's say you'll get in ideological arguments with people and you just it's helpful to remember that um, there are people out there and you don't take it personally. There's just people out there that have to be right all the time and they're not open minded. And it's because they're they really only have one encyclopedia, one encyclopedia in their head. And it's the only thing they ever consult and have consulted their entire mm. life. Uh, and it's really not their fault. It's just uh some people aren't um, aren't don't get exposed to alternate points of view or whatever. They're, they're not traveled or whatever. Nothing's really knocked them out of their little rut there, their little intellectual rut. And so uh, they always think that they have all the answers. But um, and, and so and also on the flip side, it's helpful to for yourself to to remind, you know, to remind yourself that, you know, it's so important to not carry around that one encyclopedia, to have an open mind. And because you're always, if you're paying attention, you're always gathering new information all the time. So you should be a little bit malleable in your outlook if you can. Um, that makes you a more reasonable person. That that makes you someone who you know won't take everything personally. I think you'll live a happier life with less less friction, less arguments, and um, and you'll you'll be open to new experiences, which is always helpful. Um, and you'll get a lot. You actually get along better with people in general as well. I think. I think all of these are helpful. Yeah, um, I'm going to take this snippet, yeah, edit it out, and then I'm going to send it to Ted for a TED talk. Oh, I'm <laughs> Fabulous. Guessing Ted is the boss. <laughs> Mr. Ted, please, can you consider? That was great. And then it also reminds me of one of our listeners, Mom, One Encyclopedia Mom. She always. Oh no! Think she's <laughs> My right. mom too. One Encyclopedia God. Mom. Fucking moms. <laughs> yeah. Maybe moms just have one encyclopedia because they think they're always right. But I'm going to let that to just bury that a little deeper. And we're going to move on with a, our quote that we've provided. This one is actually by none other than a robot called Inspirobot. And what its main purpose is, is to take some of the wisest words known to man and just delicately mash them together. So you've got Whoa. a really tasty quote that we're going to try and decipher. Just delicate. So, without further ado, Eric, would you like to read this week's quote from Inspirobot? This week's quote. Boring girlfriends imagine. Game-changing girlfriends grasp. Say that again. Boring girlfriends imagine. Game-changing girlfriends grasp. Wow, that's pretty deep. Inspirational, right? <laughs> 
It's, this is a sexual quote, clearly, That's right? Yeah. What I thought sure. too. I, my yeah. mind immediately yeah. went there. Especially exactly. With the grasp. Yeah. The grasp. Yeah, don't imagine. Very don't sexual. Yeah. Don't just imagine, baby. Grab it. Yeah. Grasp Go it. for it. Dig. Right, guys. <laughs> 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 <Up> top. <laughs> right. Good grasp. Woo. Yeah. God. Grasp. We all, we all I, I don't. It. I don't feel like I've ever grasp me, baby. Can I get a good grasp? Shit. But I think you I'm going to start to incorporate that. Grasp. Yeah. Is this this is a, a are these two famous quotes that have been mashed together? Is that what that program does? <laughs> I think yeah, I think it takes some famous quotes and then it just changes one word and so. Oh. Um, but yeah. And there's also like, the uh, whole, I'm pretty sure the comments, like yeah. the YouTube comment section gets fed into it as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of been on the fritz lately. There's it goes a, there's into a lot Reddit. going on. It, it goes we, into Instagram. It's a whole other podcast, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our new podcast, Understanding Inspirobot. <laughs> yeah. Deep thoughts. Oh, man. Inspirobot. I love it. I'm a fan. Is this, is this a website or an app? It's a website. If you just go to inspirobot.me, you can just click and it will continue to generate quotes with a nice inspirational poster. So on this oh, one, man, it has. So cute. Yeah, it has a man in a desert. A uh, nice bright sky with some clouds. He's walking alone. He's got what looks like track shorts and a blue shirt. He's climbing very, a dune. Very out of place. Yes, climbing a dune. Um, and he's probably imagining his girlfriend imagining. So it's a boring girlfriend. And a lovely picture. I found a I found a site today that you guys might love. It's called the Florida Man Article Generator. Ooh. You oh. just click you just click a generator button. And it just pops out a stupid, hilarious Florida article. Like this one says, uh, I just clicked it. Florida woman attacks a coworker with a fish at a hair salon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> More Florida believable. than that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, Florida man right, article right. generator. Another right, winner. Click, click it again. Click it again. Yeah. Right, let's click it again. Okay. Uh, Florida. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, man. Oh, it's a theme here. Oh, Florida man More kills fish? best. Florida man kills best friend with a fish at an elementary school. <laughs> oh. They're all fish related. It's a series. It's, like... it's a trilogy. Wow. Uh, Florida, Florida man. man. Florida man enslaves elementary schooler with a knife at a McDonald's. Ah, I don't know if these are real. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's, I think it works the same way Inspirobot works. I'm, I, I think they have the same programmer, this Inspirobot and the Florida. Yeah. Man. It <laughs> might be. They, they might share the same circuits. <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, now that we're nice and inspired, I feel like we can move on into some of the questions. We've got this first question. It's from Reddit. It's by our fan. Well, it's found by our fan, Suze. Thank you, Suze. It says, how do I make him feel special? That was all in caps. I, I'm not that excited. I've been seeing this guy for around two months, but we've been friends for much longer. We haven't officially asked each other to be GFBF because I feel like we are both a little scared, but we're always together and hanging out. I'm going to sleep over at his on Saturday, and I really want to do something special for him. But IDK, what to do? I can't plan a dinner because it's, it's his house, and I can't take him to his favorite place because of lockdown restrictions. Weird face. What do I do? I'm very confused. And that's it. Well, well, we don't know this man. We don't know what, what his specific likes are. But, I, I mean, I can tell you that every man likes like some sexy-ass lingerie, that kind of stuff. Like mm. some sort of like you getting sex, like getting sexy and intimate. Sex. Just, yeah. 
I'm not yeah. even saying this. I'm not even saying like it's the sex because like the sex is one thing, Sexy. but like there's a way to be sexual with him that would be very exciting. And 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 most guys like that, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I can't say if it's you might have a, some sort of special outfit that might you, you might look great in in the bedroom. Uh, you may have some moves that, uh, you, you know, you've been holding back on. Uh, I think this is the time to bust out this stuff, uh, regardless cool. of I think any Just guy, you know, because each guy has their own thing. Some guys like sports, some guys like, you know, whatever. Some guys are crazy about food. So like you said, you can't cook. And like, we don't know the details of this guy, but most guys would like it if you really kind of got creative and uh, surprised him in the bedroom with something romantic and sexy. I think that'll make his night in a huge way. I really like that. And just to add on top of that, obviously you can't cook because it's it's at his place, but you can bring sexy foods, like bring five bananas and eat them all. Maybe share them with him if you want, but eat them all very sexily. Sexy. Yeah. Sexy. So <laughs> yeah. you could bring could some be... sexy, some sexy treats like that. That's a fabulous idea. Yeah, I think I'm just I think most guys would like 90 percent of men would be like thumbs up on that kind of approach. Uh, you probably can't go wrong there. But whereas... I, I would say so. Because you know what the, that girlfriend's doing? She's grasping. She's not imagining. No, so right. So make sure you're being sexy and yeah. grasp. Just grasp. Are you, are you a boring girlfriend or are you a game-changing girlfriend? Sounds like she's... What kind of girlfriend you well, want to be? If she takes our advice, she'll be a game-changing girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grasp this dick. Right, guys? Right? Right. Right, guys? Get your hand down. Get your hand down. High five. <laughs> Hilarious. Now, now, Eric, what about you? What are your thoughts here for making a truly special interaction? Uh, I thought Jonesy here was on the right track, too, with the uh, bringing over a, spe- a special meal, maybe some baked goods, right? Baked bananas. Yeah, like so you can still bananas. cornbread. Ah. Cornbread. Chocolate cornbread. chip cookies. Everybody knows cornbread is an aphrodisiac. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. God damn Good it. That's so right. Yeah. Fuck. Great oh, suggestion. Yeah. So find out what he likes and then make it or buy it. Or just bring a bunch of who it. doesn't like chocolate chip cookies or, or wear uh, some homemade rice crispy treats mm. or wear it, make it, put, wear it, <laughs> put it in your mouth. Lady Gaga yourself. Instead of like a meat dress, you can do like a baked goods dress. So. <laughs> homemade homemade edible undies oh, cornbread lingerie Fruit imagine all those carbs <laughs> if he has to eat the whole thing off of you jesus christ carbies right to make carbies <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice callback <laughs> yeah it was uh, all right any other any other advice for this person before we move on all right that's great you're good now, we're going to go on to a couple quick questions. We're going to answer them quickly. And they're called Quora Quickies because we get them from Quora. I feel like I'm explaining it longer than it's going to take to answer them. So we're going to move in. This first one is, how do I get damp slash musky smells out of books? Hmm. Stop buying books. <laughs> Buy ebooks. Go Kindle. Go Nook, which is the Barnes & Do- Noble edition. Because there ain't no musk in electronics. That should be the model. How are, you, how are your books getting musky? Bro, that's just <laughs> like, what where, happens. Like, where do you they live? Be, they must be old, right? They've been sitting around for years and years. But uh, how do you a library? <laughs> how do you get this musky smell out of your books? I don't know. Body spray, bro. Musky books. Maybe. Um, how long do you have to have books before they start becoming musky? I mean, well, 
there's store there's... them in the store them in the attic maybe or if you can't oh I, this is no he, then they'll I... get dusty and musky oh, oh you're right you're right okay here's a here's a solution this is just a, this is just the thought i can't believe i'm going to attempt to answer this uh please get a little get some essential oils okay you want to get mm. like uh lavender is a good one lavender yep. and just kind of put a few drops in the books what about that? Oh, smart. I like that. I love that right. more than I was going to say Axe body spray. So that's oh, way that, more classic. Yeah. Spray the armpit of each book. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a book is essentially like an armpit anyway. Sure. It just opens up. Yeah. It spreads. So just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Anyway, sorry, Eric, you were going to say something. Uh, scented bookmarks. Whoa. Do those exist? No. Oh, and if they, if they don't, they don't? exist, Get a fruit leather, you know, like a like a mango or a apricot, and just put <laughs> oh, like, it right like, in. Like a, like a fruit roll. I love that suggestion. Yeah. Use a fruit roll up as a bookmark. <laughs> but we should make scented bookmarks. If that doesn't exist, that's a million dollar idea. It's the oh, next it's pet rock. Yeah, yeah. All right. market. <laughs> All right, cut that part out. Cut that part out. Whole no, 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 no. A bookmarks. fruit roll up as a bookmark. I feel like I would I would gain ten pounds and not read any books because then I fucking lose my place. I have to start over. Fruit roll up. It didn't have the roll ups, and I used like a flipping gusher. the pages with the with the fruit roll up, like it's one of those sticky hands. Gross! <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're gonna Amazing. have a musky fruit roll up. Oh. <laughs> but no, that's good. Um, Is that a real question? <laughs> that's a real. I've question. never had a musky book personally. So I too question this question. That's like a. This question from like a hundred year old person, right? How old was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. We should learn more about it. how do I get damp, musky smells out of books? I should have yeah. read it like that. All right. Musky next question. I want to be arrested. I want to be arrested for a nonviolent crime. I don't want to harm anyone. I just want to be arrested. What should I do about this? This is a real question. This is another <laughs> real question. Another real question. What is this like a social experiment for this person? This is like a <laughs> this is like a freshman psychology major just wants to Aren't there uh, some sort of elderly folk that have a bucket list and on one of the items is yeah. usually I want to be arrested? I don't yeah. know if that's common or if that's just in the sure. movies. But let's see that the answer is easy. It's white collar crime. <laughs> it's the best it's the, embezzlement. Yeah, Do some it's insider most, trading. It's the most Act rewarding fraud. if you get away with it, right? All that money. And in fact, I think if even if you get busted, if you hide some of the money somewhere, it'll be waiting for you when you get out. And and we all know those sentences on white collar crime are so lenient. Oftentimes they put you in those low security prison places where you get to like, uh, I don't know, you get to play horseshoes and beer pong all day. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, like white collar crime is so where it's at, man. You catch up on your musty books. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's i think that's an excellent answer that's great anybody else have anything to add uh d don't most cities have like really old laws on the books yeah like do. stuff that just doesn't make sense in yeah, the blue, modern uh, blue era laws. they're blue laws a find of one are... of those hop on yeah. a horse write it down main street get arrested doing something memorable yeah in texas it's illegal to own more than uh eight vibrators so just go to the sex shop Buy nine vibrators. Yeah, buy nine <laughs> vibrators and put them in a fanny pack and you'll walk around town pulling them out at every corner. Pull another one out until you, until Oops, you reach you the front me. of the police station and then turn them all on and put them on the steps of the police station. Oh, my Do like God. a seance. 
<laughs> and they put them in a circle around you, huh? Goodbye. String them all together like it's a Christmas all vibrating. <laughs> Throw it around your neck. Yeah. It's yeah, like a sexy butcher shop. Oh god. <laughs> That's oh. a real question? Wow. It's a a real question wow, from real people such... out there. Man, people get so... people are so dumb. Oh, dude. Yeah. So I think a classic, a classic nonviolent crime that is also memorable is streaking. Oh yeah. You can always mm-hmm. win it out. Just just go streaking. It's fun. You're gonna have the time of your life. And just let your let your dick hang out or your labia, whatever you got going on. Just yeah. <laughs> do it at a playoff game. Like get it yeah. really seen. Yeah, yeah. Get it on TV. There you go. ACDC concert. Wherever there's gonna be televised stuff yeah. a smash well, mouth I mean, concert it might, then it might get violent but that's, <laughs> yeah that's true god I, oh man it's purely I, I would... semantics <laughs> all right moving on to the next question does anyone have any advice on how not to wait for a text whenever i start to text or get interested in a girl i always seem to end up waiting for a text also checking snap and seeing that delivered 10 15 minutes and then i feel shitty any advice please but you just got to get busy, man, you know, and and if you're not busy, plan it out. So you're busy because yeah. that's really, you know, you got to stay busy. Otherwise, you're just going to keep checking that shit. Right. Get busy. Get busy, wa- you loser. A watch. <laughs> yeah. D- define yeah. get busy. What do you mean by get busy? By that means text multiple girls. So that yes. way, if one so, doesn't respond, <laughs> sure, the other 17 sure. will. So yeah. that that's one it's way. Like chess, you got to think steps ahead. Like that way, this right. one's responding by the time you're already waiting for the other one. You're always ready. You could get right. busy, you know, chasing other women. You could get busy playing. You could fall into a video game hole for twelve hours a day. I mean, there's many ways to get busy. You, you know, could do you could, a white collar crime. You could get arrested. Yeah, and... that takes a lot of effort. You could create <laughs> like create a fake hedge fund and then funnel all this money to offshore banks in the Caribbean. Like that takes a lot of time, but you could do it. You you could do it, and then you know what? It'll be the least of your worries. Oh, Cindy didn't snap me back. No, yeah. because you're like fuck. The feds are on my trail, and I got to get sure. out of this country quickly. Shit, so, got, got bigger fish you'll... to fry. <laughs> Yes, that's that's my cam. Out of the vending machine. <laughs> Out you of could, the vending uh, machine. You oh, could learn. Shit. <laughs> nice. You could learn a new learn a new skill. Get busy learning a new skill, like stand up comedy, for instance. That'll take up some of your time. Oh yes. man, yeah. We need more comics. <laughs> <laughs> we need more of them. Hey, yeah, that's, a, that's a sure that's a surefire way for her never to text you again. <laughs> <laughs> Sender snaps of your comedy bits. Oh, God. Well, good. That is the last question. We've arrived at the end. So I wanted to say thank you, Jonesy, for coming with us on this ride, holding our hand, grasping our hand. You were not a boring <laughs> girlfriend. You were Firmly. a game-changing guest. So thank oh, you. That's that's really sweet. Thank you. I, I, I enjoyed that. I like your format, the questions at the end and the quotes and stuff. This this is the kind of thing that separates your show from other shows. And so yeah, I I I enjoyed that. And I hope this was a good episode. I hope your your listeners uh, got something out of it. You guys oh, are great though, sure. I'm sure. Sure. I'm sure every episode is fun. Even if your guest is kind of like eh, you guys kind of pick up the slack, I'd imagine. So every episode's probably good. Because there's three comics hosting this show. You can't go wrong. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, thank you for making us gush. And I know my mom just texted me and said, great job, son. <laughs> I feel like it's a great episode. She's listening live. Yeah, she's our one live listener. She's yeah. actually behind me. No. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I wish she was behind you. I so wish she was behind you. She can't even awesome. hear you guys. She just hears me. That's that's how it goes. But uh no, it, it was it was awesome to have you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Cam. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Jonesy. I know you said it once, but say it twice. Where can people find you? What have you got going on? Where you can can you get followed? Sounds a weird way to put it, but uh, yes, follow me uh, at Funny Jones on Instagram, and uh, the podcast is Weird AF News. That's it. Nice, nice. Which, by the way, at Funny Jones is a super solid Instagram name. Oh, hey, thanks, like, Cam. Like, yeah, I appreciate you landed that. a good one there. Yeah, it's only. I mean, I couldn't get Jonesy, so that's what I'm. I kind of chose that a, a long time ago and then kind of stuck with that it's hard to yeah. get jonesy man it's such yeah. a popular like nickname throughout the world jones wasn't taken that's a that's a that's a good one yeah you still yeah. got the you know the second option <laughs> yeah thank you buddy i appreciate that <laughs> that is a good god i feel i just don't want to say goodbye i i, I want to keep hanging <laughs> with you jonesy but you know what maybe maybe we'll bring you back for another episode because there's so much that i wanted to talk with you about that we just can't do in the matter of an hour like how you played david letterman's son on the david letterman show oh yeah and- yeah i could tell you the story about how i played his son and then how he he refused to meet me um after we taped uh, yeah <laughs> what what all right yeah do yeah, it. I, yeah i could tell you guys that story sometime we should do this again I, this was great yeah i would love 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 to do this again just let me know and 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 i'd love to get out there and do some shows with you guys too if you'll have me uh, yeah and also yeah. yeah i also wanted to mention things are opening back up so you got a place yeah. to stay if you want to come out really you know, this would be a, this would be a joy for me to get back on stage and and your city seems to be one of the only ones that's uh although i heard san diego as well either way it's a drive for me but to do comedy it's completely worth it so maybe yeah. we could arrange something and uh, i could get out there crash on one of your couches and do some shows Oh, we all oh, live yeah. in the same house. We're just in different rooms because we hate each other. But <laughs> we fucking hate each other. We're like, God damn, it's time for the podcast. Fake high fives that and like what you guys are doing. Yeah. You guys could actually <laughs> high five. Actually, did all leave me hanging. Yeah. yeah, you guys are actually within high fiveable distance, and you chose not to. Oh, so funny. <laughs> oh man. Well. This was great. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. And we'll talk at you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, Mom. High five, Cam. Bye, Mom. Love you. Okay. All right. And then scene.